You've been there, right? You put on that jacket you haven't worn in like six months. Reach into the pocket and find a McCafe brewed coffee. Well, not really, but there is a crumpled old dollar in there. And on McDonald's one, two, three dollar menu, that's the price of any size McCafe brewed coffee or a savory sausage biscuit. Oh, and check the other pocket too. Could be a tasty sausage McMuffin in there. Find more one dollar breakfast favorites on the one, two, three dollar menu at McDonald's. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Tax extra. Blog Talk Radio. There we go. There we go. There we go. Take two. Ram it. <laughs> Technology is a beautiful thing, even when you do it to yourself. It's uh, what's Stella going on, Rams and Joey. Taken over for Joe, who stepped out for family things uh, on the pod today. So we'll keep, let's tune down the Ramnet since we kind of went through this once and get this thing rolling. Joey, how are you, my man? I'm good, Robbo. I'm good. I uh, just went through the Friday traffic. We were trying to, to beat it by get you know under it before you know the, the nighttime traffic gets going from LA to Orange County and we left at like one or twelve forty five and uh yeah man no bueno it took about an hour and a half and uh Ooh. yeah we had to we had to stop on the side of the sixty freeway with the baby because she was she was over it. She needed she needed to get out of the car for a second. So so, so you just pull off on the side of the freeway. You know, hold her up and let let the passer by see and then get her back in and go back does she sleep on your road trips at all, or is it uh, is it just pretty yeah, much yeah, having deals? Pretty good, cranky baby. Um, if you, if you listen hard, you can hear her crying down the hallway. So, <laughs> your poor wife, your poor wife. <laughs> yeah. uh, so you're you're, you're um, back in your in your hometown today uh, this weekend for for the big parade, right? Is that what's going uh, on? Yeah. The placentia well, parade. I mean, it's like it's one of those. It's it's the placentia heritage. Day. Um, it's, a, it's like one of those small town Mayberry type parades. I wanted to, um, I've been meaning to kind of take my family down for this. I actually haven't really been to it since high school. Um, so I was like always meaning to, but it's always like something comes up. Um, and, uh, but no, we're going to do it. And uh, I come down here because my mom uh, still is down in the house I grew up in. And uh, I get down to Placentia every once in a while. It's right down the freeway from uh, where the Rams used to play back in the 80s and early 90s um so we are adjacent to anaheim fullerton brea and the uh your belinda the place of what president rob uh that would be mr richard nixon you bet. is that right yes you is bet. that where his library his library is there correct if i remember and birthplace yeah, yeah. so when That's... he when he passed away every living president went to his funeral and they all went down Yorba in the boulevard. So we all kind of sat on the sidewalk and watched all the, you know, the, the, the limos and the, and the, the motorcycles and all that, all that, all that good stuff. Um, yeah. Presidential, presidential motorcades are nothing to laugh at. Those, those, those are pretty damn impressive. We, uh, every once in a while, we, yeah. we well, being, being the, uh, the bastion of, of liberalism, uh, you know, Seattle, we used to have Obama pop in here every once in a while and, you know, they, they close the streets down and they put little barricades up and you get to see the limo oh, yeah. and all the black SUVs just flying down the road. And it's a, it's an impressive sight to see when that comes through. 
Yeah, when I worked at a at a restaurant in Beverly Hills, it was always this thing like he's always in Beverly Hills, so they're always telling us, okay, you have to, you know, they'd give us maps like you got to take the street because, you know, the the Obama motorcade's gonna be closing up these 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 and these streets, and they really did. They they closed down a lot. Anyways, let's not talk about traffic. Let's talk about weather. Weather. Yeah. We, we we have some weather to talk about this week, and it's just because the Rams are traveling to Denver where they're expecting two to four inches of snow at game time. Um, I, I was thinking earlier, you know, when it it gets it gets, starts getting chilly here, we get we have actually have a fall in Seattle, so you know September is beautiful, but we start feeling the crisp air come in, and every one, every couple of days it'll start getting a little cooler. You know, when I was at the game last weekend, it was it was 47, so it was a little cooler. I had to put the sweatshirt on, and I kind of felt it starting to get colder in the afternoon. What's what's cold weather for a for a Southern Californian? Is it 68? 68's <laughs> fine. I would say that the coldest that I've ever felt it was, I think at like late at night, there's like a bank. And I'd always had the, the digital thermometer, and I think it was like 31 degrees at like 1 in the morning. And I was like, <laughs> whoa, like that is the coldest. And, that's, uh, you know, that was like probably like 25 years ago. You know, so it was like one day for 25 minutes, it was 31 degrees. And like the five days of news afterwards, we're, we're talking about how that one night of frost killed all the orange crop. Oh, we, you know, we're going to have a, a yep. pandemic here. No one's going to get their oranges. Yeah. Yeah. One, Interesting. Yeah. One time I woke up and there was frost on my windshield. And so we didn't know what to do. We just, we just stayed home. Um, yeah. You know, you get spoiled. Like, you know, they say that, you know, surf and ski and yeah, like Lake Arrowhead's not that far from here. And you could go up to Big Bear and, and, and Done it do many all times. that stuff. But Snow, Snow yeah, Summit was my, my stomping grounds. Yeah. It's super awesome. But I think, Jared Goff is not used to playing in the snow and playing in cold weather. And, and to me, what it really is, I mean, not just Jared Goff. I mean, there's other guys. Brandon Cooks is from Northern uh, California as well. Uh, Oregon. I, he went to Oregon State, and he did play yeah. in Boston for a year. But, but, did, but didn't he grow – no, it was somebody else. Someone grew up like, just like north of uh, like kind of like the Stockton area. I, I thought it was uh, maybe maybe, was, maybe. I don't know. Tr- Tremaine Johnson. True was from Stockton. I know that. Okay. Well, um, basically, when it gets cold, you really start to worry about the um, whether the quarterback is going to wear gloves. That's what they always talked about, right? Like, right. oh, he's not going to wear gloves. He's going to wear gloves, and then the quarterback's <laughs> always kind of changing it back and forth, and he's all uncomfortable about it, and gets in his head. So if we start dealing with that. Um, we'll, we'll see, because you know Case Keenan is a um, he's a Texas guy, so he's not he's not really dealing with too much snow as well. Yeah, so, and he played um, in Minnesota in a dome last year, so like not like he actually played in cold weather games. Yeah, how how is he doing this year? Do you think he's playing at a lower level than he is than he was when he was playing for the Vikings? Well, I think he was on a better all around team last year with the Vikings, so maybe that elevated his play. I mean, he had. He had Diggs, he had Adam Thielen, who had they both had great years last year, and then you know he had that defense was the best best in football, second best in football, and so I, maybe yeah. that has something to do with how good he was. I want to say I don't want to take away from anything from Case, but you know he's he's not the talent that Patrick Mahomes or Jared Goff or 
or any of these other you know up and coming quarterbacks. He's he's Case Keenum. <laughs> he, he's doing well way, for Case. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Brandon Cooks is born in Stockton, California. Oh, good call, good call. Well, Case right now has uh, 1,365 yards and five touchdowns. Um, okay. Seven with seven interceptions with a 78.1 passer rating. So he's not terrible, right? That's those are serviceable numbers. That's kind of what you expect from Case. I mean, Jared right. Goff is leading the league at 1,700 yards, but he's at almost 1,400. He's got five TDs, seven interceptions. Yeah, that could be better. He's been sacked 13 yeah. times. Uh, his you know 80 rating that's not horrible. I mean it's that's serviceable case kingdom number. That's, so maybe maybe he's just being case. Being case, um, he can run a little bit. So yeah, yeah. So as as far as you know what to expect from this this game. I mean you, we have some injuries that we're dealing with, right? right. Uh, but it looks like both of our wide receivers are going to be back that we had we had out at the end of the second half or just. Out of the second half last game. Correct. Triple while you were, while you were driving up to your parents' house, uh, the team actually put out two little short videos. They both of those gentlemen spoke after practice today, and they they kind of held they kind of held court. Um, they, they they were receiving similar questions. They had the first question was you know how you guys feel, and so they felt fine. And you know Cooks actually went, went to the point and said, I felt fine at the time. I wanted to go back, but you know because of protocol, whatever, I, I couldn't. But you no, know, I, I feel fine. He shut down. I don't feel that whole "how do you feel" in question right away. And then Cooper Cup was like, "Yeah, you know, what was me? I, I felt, I feel all right." And I'm, I had to report it because uh, they, they almost took two different tasks. You know, I, I kind of he, he self-reported as well, so he was like, "You know, I have a family to think about, et cetera, et cetera." So I had to do it. But they both said they felt great. Um, so yeah, I mean, those two those two guys are on track. To, to play on Sunday, which is good news. And I think the only, if you haven't seen the injury report, I think the only buddy on, on the Rams is Jeezy. Even JoJo Natson's off the injury report. So just Greg Zerline is listed for the, for the Rams at this point. Jeezy. Well, you know, it's, it's interesting when we're watching the game, and it just shows you how much the depth can, can factor in and be important. Because, you know, some games you're never going to go to your – your fourth, your your fifth string wide receiver, but then boom, Kadero Hodge is in there and he's playing important snaps and he's out there and it was it was exciting to see because I mean it, maybe it wouldn't have been exciting if if the game was got a little closer, really needed some important grabs and he didn't come through because he's not a seasoned uh, you know member of the team. But uh, it just it just goes to show you you know like when we talk about all these guys making the squad and getting. And, and, and getting reps and, you know, getting in there. It's like, well, it, you know, you never know when two of your top, you know, three starting wide receivers go out and then boom, you got Jay Ray and Daryl Hodge. But it doesn't Definitely. look like they're going to be playing this this, um, this week. Correct. Hopefully we don't have to find out how they perform in cold weather games. If, if all goes to plan, we won't, we won't need, we won't have to be concerned about the glove or no glove with either of those gentlemen. Right. But it's going to be someone we are concerned about in cold weather is uh, our inside linebacker, Mark Barron. Correct. He, uh, he missed a game last year at Tennessee. I should, I should have looked up to see what the temperature was, but he, he, they held him out. He had that trouble ankle, the same one he's dealing with now. Um, the, the thought was cold, cold weather makes him, you know, makes you tighten up and you can't just get that thing loose. Um, he's not yeah. listed on the injury report now, but if, if we see him out of the game or, or missing time this week, that that could be the reason why. It's just 
uh, it just can't get warm and can't get loose, and you don't want to risk him long-term for one game. And so we would have to go back to the Rameek Wilson, Corey Littleton. Yeah. Yeah. Which maybe you know, is ideal, but, you know. Yeah, let's talk about the linebackers for a second, because it feels like it was this experiment that they had where they said, let's upgrade every unit except for the linebackers. We'll just right. leave that as it is, and we'll just let these guys compete for a job and hope for the best. And Corey Littleton has been a nice, a nice surprise. Or I don't even know if it's a surprise. He's just he's been productive. He's had some really good plays, and it's hard to complain about Corey Littleton. I'm I, I'm I happy agree. with with his production. I, I think um, for for one of our inside linebackers, great. I think if we would have had Mark Barron for every game, I probably would be pretty happy with his play as well. But we haven't seen them together for more than a game. So that's kind of hard to know. We've had more consistency just for players being on the field with our outside linebackers, with the edge rushers. But that's been a little bit more of a mixed bag because they've just been very, very quiet. Well, it's almost as if Lesney decided, I made so many moves this offseason – I could beat you with one arm behind my back, and that's going to be the the linebackers. I'll, you know what? I'm yeah. going to beat you with just four brand new linebackers, or three of the four will be new, and I'm still going to we're still going to beat you. That, he like self handicapped the rest of the league because he couldn't he didn't want to make it unfair. Uh, you're right. He, they, they switched out three of the four. Uh, Samson Evercom has flashed a little bit. He just it seems like he gets there in a hurry. He just he just doesn't close. He doesn't close it. Like last week, he flushed Wilson out. He didn't close him down. Wilson got outside and escaped and made a throw. I mean, he's there, or he's there just a second too late as someone's throwing the ball. So yeah, yeah, he's good. He's just he's not elite, and I don't think anybody's accusing him of being elite. Neither is Matt Longacre. I think Longacre had a really nice Cinderella season last year, and I think he got a lot of hype for that. Um, but yeah, is he going to be able to? To keep pulling that out, you know who knows. Um, but uh, I, I feel like guys like John Duncan Myers. I mean, are we really expecting him to be our, our guy? Who knows? Yeah. Um, who knows? I mean, uh, I, I, yeah. I, I, we'll have to see where they go with this. Hopefully, those two guys in the middle will 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 be there the rest of the way and, and start to feed off each other. And we won't have to be worried every week about what the linebacker is going to do. I mean, that's, that's kind of where I'm hoping this goes. Yeah. Well, I'm really excited about the game, Robbo. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. It's, and, you know, uh, it, it should be a good test. It's on the road. It's cold weather. You know, just check another box off, right? Can they win on the road? Can they win in cold weather? Um, so those are those are the things we're looking for. Anything else that you wanted to hit before before we wrap this quick fifteen minute episode up? You know what? I just uh, you know I, I I think Marcus Peters is really interesting the way he's kind of talking about his injury. So I'm going to be really keen on him, and uh, I just really want to watch the defense. And uh, hopefully they're going to crush Case Keenum, you know, emotionally. But um, yeah, it just says, how is Marcus Peters going to play? That's my big question. Right. I mean, I think I think Peters is the is the topic of everyone's mind. I mean, it's it's his performance over the last three weeks. I actually have a stat that uh, was tweeted out this week, and if I can dig it up, I will. But basically, he's the according to Pro Football Focus, he's the 106th rated corner 
in in the game right now, and that's not what you want if you want uh, a big contract. Um, I don't think that's that's the desired effect is is to be the 106th rated quarterback uh, by Pro Football Focus. Uh, I, here's this, here it is. So Marcus Peters covered stats over the last three weeks: 17 targets, 14 catches, 255 yards, and five touchdowns. That's cost for concern. A little bit. I like I like when Lindsey Theory um, asked him, "Are you feeling 100% after your injury?" And he was like, "Why do you ask that?" She's like, because I'm not sure. I don't know. I think that's pretty classic. <laughs> yeah, she, he, he totally pulled the intimidation factor on her, right? He's like, I, I'm daring you to say that I suck. Just please tell me to my face that I'm garbage and I haven't been there. Because that's, that's what he was asking her to do. And she, she's like, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to take that bait. Sorry. I don't know. Yeah. And if you're in her shoes, would would you would you challenge him? I mean, he he's no. a pretty scary looking dude, right? I mean, just yeah. You just I don't know just, what you're the next get. question is, next question is, can I go home now? Right. <laughs> can I excuse? Like, raise your hand. Raise your hand in the pool. Um, reporters. Yeah, I'm sorry, I can't do this. <laughs> I, yeah. Um, and, and then the next day, Wade Phillips said that uh, he was banged up a little bit. So I think. Uh, there's there's a little bit of intrigue on what's going on with our with our corner cornerback our our prized quarterback that we traded for. Um, Do you believe more Wade or Marcus Peters? Well, what's Marcus Peters saying? He's saying that Mar- he's 100%. Marcus, so he said she said are you 100%. He said yeah, I'm 100%. Do you believe Marcus is 100% or do you believe Wade's saying you know he's he's still a little banged up? I mean, I don't want to believe that he's 100%. I want, you know. Right. If this is 100%. This is, this is trouble. But even if he's, if, even if he's you know, 85%, um, he still got caught on that slant and go, that sluggo looking in the backfield and, and just got torched by, by Moore, who's not even, you know, a good wide receiver in this league. He's just a guy in the Seahawks roster. Um, yeah. It wasn't like his 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 calf limited him. He his eyes are what was the problem. I and I still don't know what the what the problem was on that Tyler Lockett ball over the top because there was no safety help there. So was it was it was it what it was or is 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 it is it Marcus trying to do too much because it keeps not out there or is it just Marcus being Marcus and sometimes you sometimes you sometimes you're uh you know you hit it and sometimes you don't that's 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 kind of where i'm at with him right now i just don't know and i think he really thrives with um playing with with really solid um guys like like a and uh so i i really want him to return but you know the, the other guys i mean besides a couple bonehead plays you know troy hill's been he's been serviceable and i and i like nickel roby coleman and uh you know, there's the the defensive backs. I mean, some of the safeties are playing good. Like I I I really like seeing uh, Blake Kautz out there and Marky uh, Christian. I I want to put Marky Christian uh, over in inside linebacker next to Corey yes. Littleton. Uh, yes. At least in um you know in in some situations in like passing situations. That's that's a good. Is he the next Mark Barron? If you know Mark Barron's injured and you know big cap figure next year, they can get out of it. Is is he the next Mark Barron for them? Maybe. Yeah, I think he is. I think he is. Um, but as as far as you know, on the other side of the ball, I mean, it. From what I was just seeing about Denver, it seems like they're really 
making apologies for the way that their defense played. I mean, they got ran all over the field by the New York Jets. They are talking about how they're just looking at everything, trying to figure out how they can fix the problem. And even the coaches seem like they were at a loss, like, well, we don't know what's going on. We're trying everything. And it just seems like they are kind of playing possum. And, you know, I know I don't want to say this, this, this term every single time we play a team that isn't a perennial threat, but uh, it's a, man, this feels like another trap, trap game games. because they're all, yeah. they're all trap games except when you're playing, you know, I don't think New Orleans and Green Bay and uh, Philadelphia are trap games. Um, but, or, or maybe by the time we get to the season and, and Philadelphia is, you know, under 500, True. maybe, you know, but, um, well, I mean, if you look game, at, if you look, Denver is the 29th rated rush defense. They, they've given up an average of 140 a game on the ground. Yeah. That's, they've given up so far in five games, 645 yards. Whereas the, you know, the team we're yeah. complaining about has given up 140 yards less. You know, the Rams defense, all of us are complaining about that, that rush defense and wondering what the heck's going on. And here's a team who's yeah. given up 150 yards more on the ground than they have. Um, and if it's snow, then it could be the Todd Gurley game. Maybe we don't need Jared Goff and his glove to do anything. Maybe it's this is the game where we just we just hit you with Todd Gurley all day. Who knows? Yeah. So I think I think too like Malcolm um, Malcolm Brown I think could also be really good just getting a lot of a lot of just you know touches on 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 stuff where we don't want to throw Gurley in there you know we just need to kind of pound it. Um, I think he could be a valuable asset as well. I was I surprised we didn't see we were going to happen. Um, yeah, that's true. But I, I think they could be running a lot of gut sweeps and just a lot of different stuff, like letting you know Robert Woods run the ball and just and just really kind of do their thing. You know, I think that's the fun thing about it. It's like they're running gut sweeps like like crazy. And are they are like as far as teams that are running play action right now? Are the Rams running the most? I don't have that uh, stat with me, but I don't have that are. stat. The only step with play action I have is not a good one for us to talk about because the Rams have yeah. have the worst uh, quarterback rating against when the, when they have, when they see play action right now they're dead last in the league number thirty two or one hundred and fifty uh, QB rating when when teams do play action against them and but, and that's a lot because Seattle was running a lot of play action yeah yeah they they, they went crazy with that last week um, I think you did on something with a lot of jet sweeps in this game if. If you have if you have uh, you know snow and you don't have sure footing on the ground and it's cold out there and you're running misdirection, uh, it's going to be harder for the defense to plant and turn back and go the other way, right? Uh, on a jet sweep, the, the guy is running in motion when he gets the ball. He's already got ahead of steam, and you need you're you're making the defense go one way and then stop and react and go back the other way. Uh, that that de- definitely could play into what we see happen this week. Maybe it's maybe it's nothing but Cooper Cup and and Woods and Cooks running Jeff Sweets all day. Yeah, and and I'll watch that. I'll watch that all day. That sounds fun. And I want to hear NFL like football follies music in the background if they do it though. Uh huh. <laughs> totally. <laughs> you know the music. Do you, do you remember NFL film? Do you remember that um, old Dire Straits video for Walk of Life where they just showed like football follies, like it was just guys kind of. Getting yes. hit, spun around, and yep. that was one that's, of my, my favorite videos as a kid. That's, when that's exactly what I want to see for three cool. hours. 
a, a three-hour yeah. football folly highlight reel of just you know guys being bounced around, falling around, you know, and, and, and with sound effects too. You know, with, with that yeah. kind of boom. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, yeah. What else do we have to chat, uh, chat about today? Uh, how about there's something we have on the run sheet? Um, who's your X factor in this game for the Rams? Yeah, that's 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 interesting. I mean, I I think um, you know we're talking about Todd Gurley and um, and I mentioned Malcolm Brown and that's that's maybe what what I'd want to think. But honestly, I think um, I think it's I think it's probably going to be somebody on the defense and. Um, I think probably it's going to be, I mean, honestly, I, the X factor is Marcus Peters for me. I, I mean, I keep going back to that and I want to say someone else, but um, I feel like if they can just shut down whatever Denver's going to try to do and it's, it's going to be coming from our defense. And I think it's one of our leaders is Marcus Peters. So to me, the X factor is just our defense and, um, so you you could save the guys on the defensive line, but I don't love the running backs with Denver. I know Denver always always has a running game. Um, so I mean I don't know. What, what do you think? What, what would you say? My my X factor is going to be the offensive line. Um, they have they have yet to be credited with a sack or docked for a sack. I should say Rams have been you know Jared Goff has been sacked a, a few times. Uh, but the offensive line hasn't been dinged for it. It's, it's all been on, on Jared Goff, you know, not getting the ball or not stepping up, whatever. According to the PFS, this, these are all pro football-focused thoughts. Um, they said that Rams are, have the best offensive line in the football right now, and they have not been been uh, given a sack. So I'm going to go with them because they're facing one of the most feared pass rushers in the game in Von Miller. And Snow – ice, heat, whatever it is, that guy can get home. He can get home, and he is Cleo Mack-esque. He can change a game. That guy is outstanding, right? So yeah. um, I'm going to go with offensive line, uh, controlling Cleo Mack and letting Todd Gurley do what he needs to do. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to go offensive line because we need to continue that trip, uh, that trek, and uh, let's, let's keep him clean and pretty and California beautiful and uh, not must that golden golden mane of his. So I'm going to go O-line. That's, that's my X factor for this game. Oh, you know what? I just thought of another one. I think my X factor is going to be Ram superfan Russ Grimshaw. <laughs> Russ is going to bring the heat and be the difference in this game, much like I was last he, week. Honestly, he's right? so pissed. He didn't get his sweatshirt. I don't know if you've been reading the tweets. Should we talk about this? Um, well, I don't know. I was just reading the tweets, uh, and, and um, you know, I did this too. <laughs> if, if, if I was to get, a, if I ordered something four months ago, and I wanted to, you know, got tickets, wear it to the game, and it didn't show up, and the guy didn't, you know, I feel yeah. this pain. And, I, uh, I would be livid. There's nothing louder than an angry Rams fan. Step right. Um, Russ Crenshaw is going to be the X Factor because he didn't get a jersey he ordered from um, someone who sells jerseys to Ram fans. I won't won't call his business out by name because he might dox my yeah. address. But apparently uh, he ordered this jersey, a throwback jersey from this, this person in May, paid for it, hadn't shipped, hadn't shipped, hadn't shipped. He's like, hey, I need this for the game. It hasn't shipped. It's, so, um, you know, on Monday or Tuesday, he finally gets a, you know, a response saying, hey, ship, leave me alone. And, they, you know, this person sends out, tweets out poor Russ's address to the, to the world. And so, yeah. I've, oh, I'm I didn't Russ, realize I'm, he did I'm that. Not that happy. Sucks. Oh, yeah. 
he completely completely sent, sent out all of his personal information. He did a screenshot saying, "Okay, this is this is uh this is where you live, and I here's my proof that I shipped it to you." And Russ is like, "Well, hey, thanks for giving my address to the world, jerk, jerk." And so that's where that drama went. But I I am totally on board with Russ Crenshaw being the X factor of this game. An angry Russ Crenshaw sitting at the fifty yard line. I've, I've heard he's got pretty good seats for this game. Gonna be whooping it up, and he is gonna be the the spark that ignites the Rams to six and zero. Russ Crenshaw, X factor. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in with that. That would be awesome at the end when when McVeigh's kind of handing out the team balls. You know, he goes uh, and, uh, and and to one of our fans out here in Denver. Um, <laughs> when you got Russ Crenshaw, when you do an explanation of 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 McVeigh, you, you always have to use phrases like you know. When you when you look at the facts, because everything every sentence starts that with when you look at this or right. There's a guy like this, or I'm just gonna have to look at the tape later. But you know, he really he really needs that jersey. When, listen up, listen up. When when you got a guy like Russ in your in the crowd, all you can say is woo. Right? <laughs> that's, that's gonna be that's gonna be our boy after the game. Russ Crenshaw is gonna get called up by Sean McVay. Yep, I think that uh, that sounds like a plan to me. Uh, I like well, it. I like it. You know, I'm excited to see the Rams in the snow, Robbo. And uh, we'll, 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 um, we're going to meet back up on the beginning of next week, and we'll uh, do a little recap of the game. Yep, we'll have we'll have the the lead jerk Joe back with us. We'll find out what kind of nasty roadkill he ate this weekend, and hopefully we're all yeah. talking about a six and zero Rams uh, Rams team with the 49ers on the schedule. Nice with uh, 200. Uh, Yard for Todd Gurley on the ground, maybe uh, 150 catching. Who knows? Who knows what's going on? I like it. I like it. All right, all right, all right. fans, enjoy this game. Thanks for popping into the mini episode of the two jerks without the main jerk talking uh, LA Rams football. Uh, we will talk to you guys soon. See ya, Rabbit. When you got a guy like when you, when you when you when you got a guy like Russ Crenshaw on the stands, all all you got to do is woo. You've been there, right? 
You put on that jacket you haven't worn in like six months. Reach into the pocket and find a McCafe brewed coffee. Well, not really, but there is a crumpled old dollar in there. And on McDonald's, one, two, three dollar menu, that's the price of any size McCafe brewed coffee or a savory sausage biscuit. Oh, and check the other pocket, too. Could be a tasty sausage McMuffin in there. Find more $1 breakfast favorites on the one, two, three dollar menu at McDonald's. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Tax extra. You've been there, right? You put on that jacket you haven't worn in like six months. Reach into the pocket and find a McCafe brewed coffee. Well, not really, but there is a crumpled old dollar in there. And on McDonald's, one, two, three dollar menu, that's the price of any size McCafe brewed coffee or a savory sausage biscuit. Oh, and check the other pocket, too. Could be a tasty sausage McMuffin in there. Find more $1 breakfast favorites on the one, two, three dollar menu at McDonald's. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Tax extra. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seemed Smart. It Seemed Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seemed smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain, or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission, or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart.